have to stand up strong Take the truth about themselves To understand what went wrong I know we can find a way I know we can find a way I know we can find a way Stand up Stand up Stand up Uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I am Justin Lee Peterson. Good morning. How y'all? Welcome to the show. Excuse me. It is Wednesday again. And every Wednesday is... The third hour of the show of Manhood Hour, Rebuilding the Family by Rebuilding the Man. You can get involved by calling 888-77-53773, 888-77-JESSE, J-E-S-S-E, JESSE. The biblical question for this week, and a doozy an amazing question this week. There is a secret place inside of you that does not feel pain or pleasure, heartaches, or anything. It, it has no feelings. Where is that place? There is a secret place inside of you that feels, that does not feel pain and heartaches, and loneliness and depression and suicidal thoughts and all that mess. Where is that place? Amazing responses about this. Amazing. And these questions, once again, are put there in order to encourage you to start thinking for yourself. Not because I said it or anyone else. You are as smart as anyone else, but you don't trust yourself. You do not trust yourself. It's amazing. We have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on jessaleepeterson.com slash show. jessaleepeterson.com slash show. And if you are out and about, you can listen to the show anywhere in the world. Anywhere. All around the world by calling the listen line. Were you working out or whatever you might be doing? By calling the listen line on Talk Stream Live at 641 793 1500. 641 793 1500. All right. And follow us. Ring the bell. Hit the like button. Uh, we are on JLP Talk on Twitter and Jesse Lee Peterson on Instagram. Jesse Lee Peterson on Instagram. And I and I will get to all of your calls. There's a lot going on here. A lot is happening in my country. And there's a line open at 888-7753. 888 Seven seven Jesse, J E S S E. I um. I uh think that it's interesting. In a big way, a big old way, to watch what's happening in this country, and then most of all, to watch how not all, not all, not all, but most black people have totally given up being responsible for themselves as individuals. They, um, it seems that blacks today remain dependent on so-called expert 
on an expert class. And these people tell them how to live, and their suggestion on how to live is messed up. It weakens them instead of making them strong. And it's just mind-blowing to see that. Really. It is bad. It's worse than what the average person realized. And it wasn't always this way. It really wasn't. There was a time prior to the Civil Rights Movement, which was the worst thing that ever happened to blacks other than the abortions. But um, it was black people used to be free thinkers. They were not running up and down the country, burning it, complaining, whining, relying on so-called expert class like the fake civil rights leaders and the fake black politicians and people like that to tell them how to live. They knew how to take care of themselves. They knew how to live, and they knew that the battle was a spiritual battle. It was a warfare between good and evil, right versus wrong, and they were not into, for the most part, they were not into this hating the white folks, blaming the white folks, and turning their lives over to someone else to tell them how to live. And the males are as bad as the black females. The black males are the same. There's no different. They're not leading the way at all now. Not one iota. And it just seemed to be getting worse. If you really, really look at it, it's just getting worse. I would love to tell you that the blacks are getting better. And there are some who will pull away from the crowd and realize it's not about color. It's not about white folks. It's not about white supremacy. It's about taking control of your own life. Most black people today hate you when you say, you know what, you need to think for yourself. You need to stop begging and blaming and begging for reparations and affirmative action. But what happened to the blacks besides the civil rights movement was one of the worst things. But when when the civil rights movement sold the blacks over to the Democratic Party so that they could become head of the blacks, and the Democratic Party gave the blacks uh, welfare, it started downhill because the black men gave up. Many of them left their homes. Many of them did not say no to the welfare, and then it got to the point where the black woman went on an ego trip thinking that she didn't need the man, and she just screwed the children up. She screwed them up. There was this guy by the name of Daniel Patrick Moynihan. And we have a picture of him, I think. That's him. Daniel Patrick Moynihan. And uh, he tried to warn the blacks and others when he um, he tried to warn them that you're making a mistake by d- destroying their homes, uh, getting the black men out of their homes. Isn't that amazing? And this guy, Morningham, served in Lyndon B. Johnson's administration back in 1963 when he devoted, devoted his time to architect what would become the war on poverty. It was Moynihan belief that the government needed to act affirmatively in order to counteract the historic discrimination of minorities. That's according to Wikipedia. This guy was trying to warn the government, the blacks, that you're going down the wrong trail. 
This is not going to work. It is not, but they didn't listen. Because once you, once Martin Luther King and all those guys sold the blacks over to the Democratic Party and set themselves up as the leaders, the so-called experts of the blacks, there was no turnaround. It was no turning around. Here is uh, Moynihan speaking back in 1965. This is from American History TV. Watch this. Our guest today on Meet the Press is the author of the controversial study, The Negro Family, Mr. Daniel P. Moynihan. Mr. Moynihan, your report, you say, quote, equality of opportunity almost ensures inequality of results, unquote. Are you proposing preferential treatment on the hiring of Negroes? I believe this country owes the American Negro his back wages, yes. Should the federal government uh, support preferential treatment for Negroes, then? I believe that, I believe what President Johnson said in his Howard University speech, you cannot keep a man in chains for three centuries and take the chains off and, and say suddenly, okay, you're free to run the race of life with anybody else. But there was one issue that Moynihan brought to attention to that um, he brought this to the attention of the government and the world and it brought on criticism even from his own party and that was the breakdown of the family the breakdown of the black family you can look at the black family right now and tell me who's been running it for the last 70 years. And look at how bad it is. You now have blacks running away from cops. You have black people celebrating the, the, the death of the thug and not the police. You have blacks blaming the cops when these people run and not the people who are doing it. And, and they are doing that because they don't want the blacks to get better. They're going to have this so-called funeral for a black guy down in Memphis today. And I want you to look at the, the sham. It's just, it's just, it's about nothing. It's just about controlling the blacks even more so and putting fear in white folks so that the so-called leaders of these people to gain more power and money for themselves is evil. But the blacks don't think so. They're just going to, it's, it's going to be a, 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 a black excellent. It's going to be a mess. It's just going to be a mess. It's all acting. It's not even real. It's just acting. It's all acting. They're all showing up down in Memphis. Al Shopton, that so-called lawyer that that boy mama hired, the MLS changer, whatever his name is, and others. It's just all a show. And they're going to treat this boy like he was royalty, like he had a major impact on society, like he really was helpful to the world. And now the, the police have taken him out. Here is from American History TV where Moynihan brought attention to uh, uh, the fact that the black, the breakdown of the black family was an issue. I believe that this is it. Watch this. His report, prepared when he was Assistant Secretary of Labor, at first was warmly praised. It has recently been sharply criticized. Uh, Mr. Here's a, here's a quotation, for example, from a recent article by William Ryan, a Harvard psychologist who criticizes your report in The Nation. And this is what he writes, quote, The implicit point is that Negroes tolerate promiscuity, illegitimacy, one-parent families, welfare dependency, and everything else that is supposed to follow. Now, that's the criticism he makes of well, your report. Now, how do you answer those I, charges? I, I, I can't. I'm not responsible for the fact that he can't read. 
Uh, as, as E. Franklin Frazier said, and I quoted from him at some length, there is a lot of evidence that the Negro middle-class family, when it, when it gets its opportunity, gets a bearing, is if anything more stern, more rigid uh, than most. Amazing. It's not going to get better for the black folks because there's no one pointing them back to themselves, encouraging them to stop destroying America, stop the stealing and killing, stop following their so-called leader, overcome mama, and take control of their life. It's not being encouraged. And they're not going to, except for one or two in the crowd, there's always one or two in a crowd that say, you know what, something is wrong with this. This is right. But most people would not do that. They would not do it. So I want you to observe the mess. If you get a chance, if you don't have anything else to do, Observe the mess that's going to happen in Memphis, Tennessee today. And they're going to act like Jesus died. And they're going to call for more defunding of the police because they want more crime. Isn't that amazing? Amazing. I'm typing net a note. Amazing. Eight 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 seven seven five three seven seven three. Did you hear that there was another so called shooting of a black person in uh southern Eastern Los Angeles. It's just, they keep it going. They got to keep the blacks angry to keep them distracted so that they can use them because they don't want them to take a moment to think for themselves. Not a moment. This is from Time Magazine. The January 6th police shooting of a 36-year-old double Amputee in southern eastern Los Angeles is the latest killing of a black man to set off protests over excessive and legal violence by U.S. law enforcement. This is from Twitter. Watch this. You don't have it? Oh, you don't have that one? We don't have that one, folks. Um, what the? Let's see here. Sorry about that. This is not ready today, so I don't know what's going on here. You have it now? Okay. Here we go from Twitter. video that doesn't provide clear answers. You can hear the shots fired by police that killed double amputee Anthony Lowe, but you can't see him. Seconds later, he's on his stomach being handcuffed. At a news conference, his family says he was shot in the back and because he had just lost both his legs, was no threat to the heavily armed Huntington Park police officers. They murdered my son in a wheelchair with no legs. (laughs) So they do need to do something about it. Because I do. I want justice for my son. Police say they were called out to Slauson Avenue last Thursday because Lowe had jumped out of his wheelchair and stabbed someone unprovoked, leaving that person in critical condition. You can see a large knife in his hand in this video. He runs from police and officers use tasers, but then an SUV blocks the view. Police say Lowe threatened to advance and throw his knife at them. He's running on his limb. How cold-hearted could they be? It's a 
is my twin. We did everything together. <laughs> and they took everything from me. Oh, Lord. Drama. Oh, drama. It's just drama. Where are these people? Why they're not showing up in the hoods uh, around the country where the blacks are killing each other like now they're going north? They don't care about them. Where are they? They only show up when the cops are accused of doing something because that's where the money is. It's not like they care about the the black person that was shot. Oh, my baby. No, it's about the money. Because if it was about what's right, they wouldn't make a big show of it like this. They wouldn't be out there on the streets carrying on. This boy, according to this video, running with no legs, with a knife, running from the cops, and he'd been accused of stabbing someone else. Hey, that handicap. What a mess. I want my country back, but it's gone. It's over. I know you don't want to hear it, but that doesn't mean you can't live in this country just because a whole bunch of folks trying to screw it up, miserable people trying to screw it up. You still have to live here, but you got to pull away from the crowd. You got to live your own life. You got to take over your own life. Men and women, you're responsible for your children, but you're responsible for your life. Nobody else is. Look what happened to the blacks. They turned their lives over to their civil rights leaders, to the wicked witch of the West, Maxine Water with the low IT. They call her uh, Aunt, Aunt Maxine or something like that. They have given themselves over to the evil. And that woman, Sheila Jackson Lee out of Texas, her little district that she's supposed to be running is a mess. There's no protest going on. There is no protest going on at all. Zero protest. There's a lot of begging and blaming going on, though. These people are not thinking for themselves. I don't care who you are. You make a horrible mistake when you turn your life over to someone else. These blacks are encouraged by the media and their so-called leaders to be very emotional. Very much. The media show what cops and the blacks think over and over again because they want them to be emotional. While they're fighting over reparations, they're using these blacks to get more money. Check with South Africa. They'll tell you. This is from the Daily Mail. This is, uh, uh, see, I want you to see the latest meeting for California controversial reparation panel from the Daily Mail. Watch this. If you guys want to be serious about reparations, let the last go first on this one, Pastor. We need to look out. For, I lost one brother in 2011 in the penitentiary. He died from a staph infection. Let's stop this. Let's get this land and put our prisons, we want those two prisons. We want our own staff there. We want Judge Joe Brown, Judge Matthews, or whoever to be there to give our people the right judgment. See how dumb that is? This is why they keep the blacks down. They need them to protest stuff that enslaves them more. There's no freedom in that. And that boy has no clue as to what he's talking about. He's brainwashed. He's just repeating the okidote. Judge Brown, Judge Matthew, what the? 
why don't these blacks get out and do something productive if they're supposed to be, well, they're not, but because they believe white people are superior to them. But why don't, at what point will they stop? They're not until they destroy this country. Until they destroy this country. It's not going to end. That's amazing, huh? I want my country back, but it's gone. It is South Africa now. It's South Africa. It's over. It is over. Amazing. 888-7753. There's a line open. I want you to watch what happened. It's a... It's the same thing they did with that brown boy and Trayvon Martin and all those others. All those others. It's going to be the same showpiece. It's not real. It's all an act. They're going to take that boy down in Memphis today. And try to make him look like a hero for personal gain. And then they'll move on to the next one. And they'll move on to the next one. And they're not going to tell the younger black, don't be running away from the cops. That doesn't make sense. If you stop by the cop, follow instructions. And this stuff will end. You can't be having a weapon on in your on your hand in your hand and run from the cops. You can't run anyway. They're not gonna tell the younger black kids how to live. They're gonna scream and yell and they want justice. No justice. No peace. It's gonna be a long hot summer, you think. Uh, and they did. Black Lives Matter destroyed the country recently. It's going to get worse. There's no end to this stuff because there's no one there to stop these people. The police is gone. Police are afraid because they don't want to be sued. They don't lose their jobs. They They want to protect their families. They can't run the risk anymore. The courts are not on the side of the police. And look who running who running the courts. And look who's running the police departments now, black females. Look who's running the cities, black females and liberal white females. So it's not going to get better. It's not going to get better. It's unfortunate, I guess. I guess it's unfortunate or just the way it is. But my country is gone. It's gone. No more America is the greatest country on this side of heaven. You're just saying that out of habit. Crime everywhere. It's a mess, folks. And thank you, blacks, for your black excellence in destroying the country. 888-7753-773. When I come back, your phone calls and super chats. Back in a moment.
Now, I totally disagree with the way things are going, but you can't be angry because that's what the enemy wants. He wants to control you. They do things to make you mad so they can control you. It's like being married. And the wife would do things to make you mad or she would do things to make you feel good. And men do that to women too when they want something from the woman, especially sex. They'll make her feel good or they'll make her angry. And the woman's going to have to say, you don't want to be angry. You want to speak up. You want to disagree with what's going on. It's wrong. But do not be angry. Then you won't have fear. You won't have doubt. You won't have worries. You'll be able to see. But you got to stay away from anger. That's why you must forgive your mothers and your fathers so that you can overcome the spirit of anger. It's a spirit and it's wicked. Nothing good in anger. Because it has no love. You need love to defeat evil. And love is not a weakness. It's a strength. It's from God. It's his nature. Folks, welcome back. 888-7753-773. 888-77-JESSE. J-E-S-S-E. Jesse. So th- tomorrow night, 
if the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise, misform every first Thursday night of the month for men only at 7 p.m. And then the third Thursday night for ladies only at 7 p.m. And Sunday morning for everybody and their mama. Everybody and their mama. The Hake Report is coming up at 9 a.m. this morning. The Hake Report. Dot com. Amazing. Super chat. Super chat. Super, super. super Good morning, sir. How are you? Walking on water. How are you? All is well. Yes, sir. Oh, man. What did you sure say? Oh, it says, I feel like Pablo. Uh, who is Pablo? Paul. Who? Paul. Who is Paul? <laughs> In the Bible? Yeah. Pablo is Paul in the Bible? Yeah, Pablo is Latin for Oh, Paul. for Paul. Oh, I see. What the? Isn't that amazing? That is. <laughs> amazing. All right. Good morning, Super Chatters. Good morning, y'all. Let's start over here on Streamlabs from Soul Conscious. Jesse, thousands of illegal aliens enter the country through conservative state-run governors, including Florida, and now one person has called out Ron DeSantis on this. He's in it, the votes, just like the Democrats, and that's why the rhinos love him. That's a good point. I've said over and over again, we now have a one-party system. The Republicans are just actors on a stage, meaning that they come out and they make speeches and they pretend that they're working on behalf of the Republican voters and America. But they're not. If you really, 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 really pay attention, nothing is changing. It's just all talk. The borders are still wide open. Matter of fact, they have a lot of people coming in. We have a one-party system. We do not have a two-party system. And they want Ron DeSantis because he's one of them. He's a writer. He may may be running Florida, all right. I don't know how true that is anymore, but the the rhino Republicans prefer him over Trump because they can control him. And they know it. Amazing. Thank you. Appreciate it. And over on DLive with a couple of diamonds from Evgeny Crosby, Big Mama Michelle is going to run for president in 2024. And for those tamales, she left behind. <laughs> it's interesting to me. I heard that report. Uh, it's interest, interesting to me that um, anyone would think that Michelle Obama, Big Mama Michelle, would be a good president. It's just crazy. It's mind-blowing that they would even consider one thought of, of running that woman, that female, for president. Isn't that something? But, yeah, I heard about that. What the? Thank you. And we have a... Biblical question answer from the AI. Oh, so they're responding to the biblical question? Yes. That's a robot again? Yeah. Uh, what the? <laughs> um, there is a secret place inside of you that does not feel pain, heartaches, loneliness, or anything. Where is that place? Where is it? And... The AI is saying that place is called the still mind. It's a state of awareness where one experiences inner peace and freedom from emotional and physical suffering. This state is achieved through meditation and mindfulness practices that cultivate inner calm and detachment from thoughts and emotions. (laughs) Amazing. Thank you, Mr. Robot. I will put my my little two cents in on Sunday. 
I appreciate it. Thank you. Amazing. And a response to the uh, robot's response from Riff Dealer. These AI answers are probably difficult to read on air since Jesse has HGHD attention issues. Pretty amazing how the AI can answer this. It takes the concept of pain and heartache, looks at Bible verses, and writes out a result in three seconds. Amazing. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. I didn't used to it, but it's okay. Thank you. And another response from Riff Dealer. There is a second AI answer, which I did an edit on, which is not directly a biblical reply. This one has a more interesting non-Bible thumper reply. Is it to the biblical question? Um, well, it's the same one. I think they were just saying, uh, oh, uh, I, we don't see the other one. Oh, okay. He's just Oh, I see. Comment. Okay. All right. He can send me, yes, it is to the biblical question. Oh, yeah, it is here. Okay. Yeah, this one. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, there there is. Sorry. Okay. There is one. <laughs> okay. Here it is. As a language model AI, I don't have beliefs, but according to Christianity, the secret place inside of a person that does not feel pain and heartache is in the heart of God. In Psalms 34:18 it says, "The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit." Thank you. I'll put my little two cents in on Sunday. I appreciate it. There's a little more. When we put our faith in God and trust (laughs) his love and mercy, we can find peace and comfort even in the midst of our struggles and hardships. By focusing on God's love and the hope that he brings, we can experience a deeper sense of joy and peace that transcends our circumstances and the pain of this world. Is that all response to the biblical question? Yeah. Because it didn't make sense. But thank you. I appreciate it. Mr. Robot, thank you. And thank you. That's all for now. Thank you all so much. I appreciate it. 888-7753-773. Alicio out of Oregon. Alicio, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Uh, hi. Just have a comment, or uh, I do think that uh, Big Mama Michelle is not uh, would not be a good president. Yeah, I, I, she would not. I'm so, maybe yeah. it's just a joke. I don't. Maybe it's not real that uh, she's going to be running. Maybe they're, they're just they're just wishful thinking on some people's part. Because I haven't heard her say that she's running, so I'm not sure if it's yeah. even real. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Yeah, no, but the other thing that I wanted to mention is oh. uh, it, it is true. Uh, for example, I'm experiencing some issues with uh, the daughter of Satan here at my house. Uh, and it seems like she's trying to do whatever is possible to destroy me by telling me how embarrassed she is to be my wife and everything else like that. So it's just uh, funny to me, but uh, I guess that's what I get for being a a weak man. Yeah. How long have you been married? Almost 20 years. Really? You have children with her? Yeah, four. Four kids. Are they grown now? Are they adults? Uh, uh, one of them is. One of them is. She's going to university. So your wife is, according to you, your wife is trying to destroy you? Yeah. She, she always comes out and, and tells me that I am a woman. That I am. Uh, Speak up a little bit. Um, she says that. Uh, I'm a woman, that I, uh, I'm going to, well, first of all, that I am a woman, and that she's embarrassed 
but my only regret is that I wasn't one. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's kind of I wanted to to hear your opinion as to what I should do. Why are you putting up with that? Uh, that's the, the question I I'm about to call it quits and uh, uh, so yeah that's a good question I mean there's nothing in it in there for me but why so why are you how long she's been treated you this way uh, probably the better part of the 20 years and so why have you been putting up with it? Uh, I, I think it's because uh, of that weakness that I mentioned before uh, in trying to be the hero. And does she do this in front of your children? Uh, yeah, now she does. She's pretty bald now. Amazing. And so your question for me is what? Uh, obviously, just by your question, uh, I just wanted, like I said, is I wanted to hear your opinion as to um, what I, what steps I should be taking now. What are you getting from her that have caused... That have caused you to stay there so long and put up with that. What was what were you getting from her to make you allow her to treat you that way? Uh, absolutely nothing. And so why have you why have you put up with it for so long? Um, maybe to put up a project as a, this is a good family, this is a good husband, and stuff like that. Oh, you wanted uh, you you wanted to pretend that you were a good husband. Uh, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> well, I I know I can be. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask: uh, Why don't you overcome her while while there and dealing with? Why not overcome her? Because you don't need her. No, so why not? And I'm just asking: Why not look at your weakness? And see what it is so you can work on you and overcome her. And when she does those things, when she says those things, you would not be moved by it at all. It would be on her and not you. And then you would see if you need, you should stay or not. But So why not overcome her? Overcome her. Um, that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, right Are you now, working on yourself? Uh, yes. Have you gone and forgiven um, your mother? Oh, you went to your mother? Yes. How did that go? Uh, it went well. I think that uh, she, when I said, uh, I went, uh, you know, I, I asked, I told her I would for it. I forgive her. And she said, uh, yeah. Uh, I was telling her that I had some resentment. And uh, she goes, well, there's always the, the word with tea. And I would, you know, I knew what that meant, which means uh, pardon and forgiveness uh, in Spanish. Okay. And uh, so that was, uh, <laughs> I thought he was going to go sideways. And no, he went really well. She just said, Nice. Yeah. And how about your father? Yeah. Um, with him, it's a little bit more difficult because uh, he's got Alzheimer's, but I have. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, so he, I have said that, uh, uh, but it's just like, in a way, it's very impersonal, because you know he's not understanding. So when your wife uh, attack you in the way that she's doing it, what do you do? How do you deal with that? What do you do? Uh, I stay quiet. I don't say anything. Uh, but yesterday, I I did, uh, I think, engaged a little bit. 
Meaning that you're arguing uh, with her? Uh, yeah, for about four seconds, and then I caught myself. Oh, good. And then, yeah. So, but that's the thing, and the reason that I call is because uh, now the attacks are constant, right? <laughs> and uh, I went to a church retreat uh, this weekend, and uh, now she's even more attacking because she's like, well, you know, I haven't seen any change, uh, uh, basically saying you're worthless uh, and stuff like that. Oh, okay. And and uh, so, so I'm struggling with a bit with that, and uh, just trying to. Uh, one of her friends calls because she was recommended uh, for her to go to this retreat also, and she calls her, puts her on speakerphone, and just criticizes everything about me, right? And one a question that I really wanted to ask you is. Should I call this woman and ask her to stay out of my house? Absolutely. Absolutely. Tell that woman to stay away from your house and stay away from your wife. That she's the devil. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And don't argue with your wife at all, but start speaking up. Don't fight with her. Don't argue with her. And if she attack you in a physical way, you call the cops and have her arrested and leave her in the jailhouse. Has she physically attacked you? Uh, yeah, in the past. And did you have her arrested? Uh, I called the police on her once. And did you have her arrested? No. Why not? Uh, yeah, maybe because I wanted to be nice. But and niceness is weakness. That's why she's walking all over you, because niceness is weakness. Oh, I, I know. Uh, it's uh, I have experienced it uh, whenever I went to the retreat, and I was hearing all this man say that, you know, machism is uh, uh, a thing that they have to fight with and that they have to help around the house with the dishes and all this stuff. And I just wanted to say, shut the... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but listen. Yeah. But listen. Yeah. Don't argue with her. Uh, if she attack you physically, call the cops, have her arrested, and let and leave her in jail. Don't go bail her out or anything. And start speaking up, but don't argue with her. And if you feel that you need to leave, just leave. It's up to you. Yeah. Speaking of right now, I mean, uh, Kind of helping my kids. Uh, I have one in college and the other one's coming up. So I, uh, uh, the, well, the reason I, I rationalize the thing is that uh, I go, well, I can't have the expense of lawyers and stuff like that yeah. <laughs> at this moment. Yeah, I understand uh, that. That's, that's, my, that's my thing. Uh, otherwise, I'd, I'd be gone. Yeah. Yeah, it's a mess, I know, because they'll definitely take you to court and the lawyers will take all your money. Uh, are you yeah. doing the silent prayer? I, I am. And then with this, uh, with this uh, retreat, I mean, there's also I'm um, getting together. Uh, Let me just say this because the computer will cut us off. Stay away from anger. Yeah. Speak up for yourself, though, all right? Okay. All right, call yep. me again, buddy. Back in a moment. So, here's what I recommend. I invite you to download my silent prayer. Um, I know some people have called in and they wonder if the silent prayer is working. And I just want to take a second and, and to tell them that it works. You just have to stick with it. Yeah. Um, that's the first thing I started doing before I even forgave my parents. And I was so depressed and suicidal at some times that... I just would have to stop in the middle of my job or whatever I was doing and go into the silent prayer. And it, it really does help. Like, I don't have those anymore. Amazing. Um, you haven't seen anything yet. Doubt every thought. Bring every thought into captivity. Just let them all pass. Don't judge them. You haven't seen anything. It gets better and better and better and easier, easier, easier. So my gift to you, no charge, at rebuildingtheman.com slash church.
National debt drama. Biden and McCarthy are going to meet today. They're from the same party, basically. Uh, <clears throat> Tyre Nichols. I'm sorry, Tyree. Not sorry, but forgive me. His disgraceful funeral is going to be today in Memphis, Tennessee, with Benjamin Crump, Al Sharpton, cackling Kamala Harris, among other usual suspects and worse. Flight disruptions. Thanks, commies. And watch out for Esri Care eye drops. Better yet, they haven't heard any complaints. Watch out for hospitals, bacteria, bacteria in hospitals. Dangerous. This is the end of hour one of the Jason Lee Peterson show. It is Wednesday, February 1st, 2023 AD. Stay tuned for hour two. Jesse Lee should be right back. But first, hate news, not fake news. And by the way, tomorrow night is the men's forum. Rebuildingtheman.com slash events. First Thursday of the month, 7 p.m. here at Bond in Los Angeles for men only. Not recorded, not streamed, uh, totally private so that the guys can open up a little bit better. Uh, National debt coming, Nonsense Network, CNN reports. A critical White House meeting is set for today between President Joe Biden and Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy over the increasing over increasing the nation's debt ceiling. McCarthy and his House GOP allies want steep cuts to domestic programs and a, di- a trim to defense spending. Oh, really? All while steering clear of making cuts to two programs to avoid voter blowback. That's Medicare and Social Security. Meanwhile... House two White House or a White House officials insist they will not negotiate with House Republicans on the need for Congress to raise thirty one point four trillion dollar uh, borrowing limit. That's the debt ceiling, I guess, to avoid the first ever debt default potentially by this summer. Many Republicans who are eager to use their leverage have privately floated the range of ideas in exchange for an increase in the debt limit. Democrats, demon rats, view such cuts as draconian, while some Republicans say they hardly go far enough. Yeah, duh. Uh, Tyre Nichols, Tyree Nichols, Commie Nonsense Network, CNN reports, a funeral service will be held today, or will have been held if you're listening to the audio podcast, uh, to celebrate the life of 29-year-old Tyree Nichols, whose death, supposedly at the hands of police, allegedly, in Memphis, Tennessee, sparked nationwide protests over and riots. Over the weekend, Nichols who was continuously beaten after a traffic stop. Not exactly because he was running away, so at that point he wasn't being beaten. Uh, by Memphis police on January 7th. He died three days later in the hospital. Representing other so-called black, and they capitalized the B in the word black, people killed by police. Tamika Palmer, whose daughter Brianna Taylor was fatally shot and honestly, it was a justified shooting in her Kentucky home by police during a botched raid in uh, March 2020. She's expected to attend the service. So it's another Black Lives Matter martyr mama. And also expected is Philanese Floyd, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. And even if I'm not, the younger brother of Georgia, Florida, George Floyd, whose name reverberated across the nation following his May 2020 death after an overdose and an And a cop in Minneapolis, ex-cop now, knelt on his neck and back. Oh, they admit that it was his back, too, his shoulder blade, for more than nine minutes, and rightfully so. Vice President cackling Kamala Harris will also attend the funeral, joining several other other senior-level Biden administration officials. Service begins at 10.30 Eastern time, or what is that, Central time? Might be Central time. Where's Memphis? Uh, flight disruptions, Commie Nonsense Network, CNN reports, a winter weather system impacted a large swath of the western and southern southern U.S., causing uh, flight disruptions across the country. More than 1,400 flights have been canceled today after ice storms already caused thousands of delayed and canceled flights from Colorado to Kentucky this week. Three airports in Texas, Dallas-Fort Worth International, Dallas-Love Fleet Field, and Austin-Bergstrom International, facing the most significant challenges. Hardest-hit airlines are American and Southwest, based in Texas. Uh, separately, treacherous road conditions have caused the deaths of at least two people. Watch out when you're on the road. I'm James Hake, now on to JLP, hopefully hour two.
Was it not? You let me know. You let them know. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse Lee and Nick, host of Nick's Stream, and Hassan, 